0: Welcome to the Rugged Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Putnam, and we're talking to men who, in the face of every adversity, have chosen to take destiny by the balls and create a legacy all of their own. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rugged Legacy Podcast. I'm joined today by the founders of Beyond Built Training, Farshad Saravi and Chad Morgan. Farshad is a repeat guest on the show. Uh, he was just kind of getting into the uh, elevation phase of Beyond Built Training back then, and now they've taken off further than you would expect, especially in a year like 2020. So, Chad, Farshad, thank you guys for coming on.
1: Of
2: course, it's a pleasure to be on, them.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: genuinely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I always like having guys like you guys on because you didn't let something like 2020 be an excuse. You know, I, I always tell everyone this is the best year to try anything because if it works, you look like a badass because you did it in 2020. And if it doesn't, you can just blame 2020 and nobody's going to doubt you. <laughs> so <laughs> it works out pretty well. But, uh, So Beyond Built Training, whichever one of you guys want to take it and spin it, um, tell the listeners a little bit about it, for those who didn't listen to the first episode.
2: Yeah, so Beyond Built Training is something different, right? And and I think that's the best way to kind of describe it. Um, It it started off as like Chad Morgan Fitness, and it was just me. You know, it was just one-on-one coaching. It was all about me. It's all about me. And then you know transitioning into 2020 the vision was bigger in a sense to where hey you know it's not so much about me anymore and it's not so much about one-on-one coaching and it's in a sense it's so coached a client it's, it's about building an experience it's about building a family it's about building a community and not only does that you know not only entail it not just being me and bringing on, you know, more coaches like Farshad, like Lauren, like Aaron, um, more to come. It, it starts to build a family and a community based around it and experience in a sense to where, you know, our, our client base of, of nearly you know, 250 clients, they all know each other. Right. And we're making they're making friendships, relationships with each other in the group, which allows us to do and do things differently and move things differently in a sense to where we want to be more than just a coaching brand. Right. We want to provide experiences. We want to do team meetups. We want to do retreats. We want to do certain events throughout the year and especially in 2020, you know, getting a group of like over 30, 40 people together in, in one spot. Um we've done it twice. And it's like, that's, that's what we want to do. We, we just want to, you know, create a new standard with the coaching industry.
0: See, that's really cool. I like that because, you know, everybody in 2020 with COVID has been told to self-isolate and, you know, quarantine and lockdown, but you guys are saying, screw all that because that's a big part of your mental health. Cause you know, we're, we're, we're a social species being connected with other people and interacting with people and getting to know and building friendships and relationships that does a hell of a lot more for your mental health than really anything else out there you know we've seen the numbers climbing with people you know breaking you know breaking down back into their addictions with alcohol drugs you know just self-destructive habits all because they're lonely now and it's awesome to see a business like yours that because fitness really is outside of like a Zumba class or Pilates or things like that. It's really a solo venture, right? When I go to the gym, I don't want people talking to me while I'm under the bar, right? Don't talk to me, but you're creating an environment that is like you said, family and community based where if you're a part of beyond built training, you're a part of this family and we're going to
1: treat you like such. And I think that's awesome to see yeah and i think for us too it's you know we have all kinds of we work with all kinds of people right like we have people who are competitors we have people who are lifestyle people I, we have entrepreneurs like some of our friends from twitter that you and i have they're in our group now They and they fucking i get texts all the time they're like dude i fucking love this and i see how it's trickling into my in our business and it's like it's still fitness don't get me wrong you have your own training program you have accountability tools you have structure that you need to follow because at an individual level we want to see you succeed not only with your You know, life but with your fitness because it's such a big component but the cool thing for us is like the experience within the group like and i I know chad can speak to this really well we have people that connect through our group and all of a sudden it's like hey i found you a job or hey i I introduced you to someone that opened a new door for you like there's just so many of these things that happen and then on top of that it's like you know and, and chad said this during one of the lives he's like i can connect you with someone in this group who's somewhere else in the country who may you may not know have any basis with but you guys actually share a very similar story and it gives you a person to go to and say, Hey, you know, I might be going through this or, Hey, I'm your friend or something. And then let's talk, like, let's build a relationship. And it's funny to me seeing like after two retreats that we've had this year between LA and Houston, we have people in the group that are like in opposite ends of the country and they're best friends. And like, I see them post, you know, tag each other. About and moving together too. Yeah. yeah and they're moving in together. Yeah. And it's like the relationships <laughs> that come out of it, I think are super impactful. And at the end of the day, like, Chad and I are both very competitive people. We train super hard, like fitness, lifting, sports, like that kind of stuff is big for us. But even us growing up in that, we know like there's there's no I in success, right? It just doesn't happen without people. You need a team, you need support. There's no there's no individual that transcends a group. That's just reality. There's no brand out there. Apple isn't just known as Steve Jobs. Apple is Apple, right? Same thing with your business. Like I know you've been evolving with, you know, you. The, the grooming kit stuff. And it's like, it's not just going to be you at some point. And I know that you know that better than anybody in order for you to get bigger, you need to put components together. You need to create an experience that draws people in that then they don't want to leave. Right. And if we do a good job of that, you know, our, I always say in our group chat with the coaches, our goal is to impact 8 billion people. And that sounds outlandish to people, but I know that that's doable. It sounds crazy, but I, I know that's doable. And a, p- a big part of that is understanding how to create that experience.
0: Yeah, that's really cool because the only thing that actually comes to mind, and I thought about this while you were talking, of a community gym experience, there's a spot down the road here. Uh, it's called the Iron House, and it's one of those big, like everybody gets together and it's the whole CrossFit event kind of thing. That is the closest that I've seen to like a community of people that are involved in it. You know, everybody, you know, I, how do you know that random dude from, a completely different walk of life. All we do crossfit together, right. and so I can see how this definitely has an appeal, you know, for especially people who who are coming in, uh, you know, again from twenty twenty being locked down and quarantine, and they finally get the opportunity to start working out again, because there there's always this kind of a an unspoken kind of community bond, I guess, with people that you go to the gym with. You know, I'm there at four a.m. and there's always like the same three or four other dudes there we never talk but we see each other and we do the you know little head nod like hey it's you again hey i saw that rep good job (laughs) you know that kind of thing but we haven't really built you know a community around it and so outside of like what i mentioned with crossfit i don't think i've ever really seen uh other than iron valley barbell with zach hummel you know a community experience within a fitness industry type, you know, company or product. Yeah. I think, I we think were... one of the
2: best parts about the community experience is, is how, but even before beyond that was a thing. And even before this family community thing was a thing, how it impacted me in a sense to where I was, you know, born and raised in Omaha, Nebraska, and I really wanted to dive into the coaching industry. I really wanted to dive into you know, social media and fitness and things like that. But there was really nobody around me in my community that was kind of doing that. And in a sense, the only people that I found that actually related to me were people that I knew on Instagram, people that I knew online and um, actually going to kind of like a networking event, which is the Summer Shedding Classic, which is the show that myself and five other of our clients competed in um, earlier this year. I did that in 2018 and um, me stepping out of my comfort zone, going down there and meeting all these like-minded individuals did something for me. And it it put me in a, in a position to say, Hey, I can do this. Hey, other people want to do this too. And it gave me the courage. And I think that's one thing that our community does. And it's like, everyone has this touch of greatness in them. Everyone has this, like, crazy next level goal in their mind, but they might not like have the full confidence to achieve. But when you put yourself in a position to be around other individuals that actually understand those goals and can connect with you and are like-minded in that sense, it gives you a courage to take next level steps. Like Farshad's current roommate is a client of ours who move literally across the country to, you know, drop everything and chase entrepreneurship. And he credits, you know, being part of beyond built to that. And like, that's the power that we want to give individuals. And the best part about that is it drives up everyone's compliance to nutrition, to training, to actually changing their physiques, because it gives them more belief. And as a coach, I can always give someone my 100%, 10% like energy effort belief. But if that client isn't giving that 110% back into their selves, they're just not going to make a change. And so putting them in a position to be part of a community and a family that makes them believe in themselves even more so is, is what makes the difference. And we've seen our compliance, we've seen our transformations, we've seen our results just skyrocket as the community has been building, as the experience has been building. And the best part about that is once they're in, they don't want to (laughs) leave. They don't want to leave.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Um, I think it comes down to what's that old saying? you are the average of the five people you spend the most time around. And so you, you insert yourself into these communities uh, or tribes or groups, whatever you want to call them. Uh, And if you're surrounded by losers who are always complaining, that's all you're ever going to be. But if you've got a group of 10 like hardcore, hard charging, hard dick high achievers, and you bring in one guy who's spent the last 10 years complaining and being a loser he's going to start to adopt your mindset and yeah i can see i can see how the community aspect uh will cause more people to cross that threshold and start making less excuses when they see their peers who they are naturally going to try to measure themselves against right because that's what we do we're competitive oh i see you're benching you know 315 all right well time for me to step my game up you know, we're naturally competitive. So you start seeing that when you see more people, you know, uh, you know like you said, adhering to their diets and uh, maintaining the level of discipline with the nutrition plan and the workout regimen, all of that compounding up into each other, it bleeds over into other aspects of their lives that never would have been possible
1: without this community aspect,
0: or at least not as easily possible.
1: Sure, sure. And I think the other thing that to me stands out, just like we have like that competitive, like high accountability situation, that community is also a place where a lot of people have gone through very similar things in their lives, you know, non-accountability related, like loss of family relationships, you know, falling apart, you know, friendships, relationships, family members, like, and I think the cool thing is so many people see overlap in their personal lives, like outside of the gym stuff that it reminds them like, hey, like we're gonna hold you accountable, but you're gonna be loved in this process. There is a place where you need to be held extremely accountable. And there's times you need a lot of empathic support because that's where you are in your current moment. And I think the fact that we have a harmony between the two, that really adds to the experience. Because if it was just a bunch of hardos who were like, "Yo, work harder, do this, do this," you would probably wash a lot of the people out. But I think what's unique is people understand that, hey, like, yo, you're going to be pushed, you're going to be held fucking accountable. There's no doubt about that. But we know when you need to be loved, and we we need to give you a, a you know a gentle approach. We got you. Because you know, we're human. It's not real to think like, hey, push, 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 push. Even in training, like no smart coach would tell you to train all the way to failure every single session, fifty-two weeks out of the year, seven days a week. We wouldn't do that. There's a time and place for everything. And I think that's been the unique thing too, is I've had so many clients in our one on one conversations just say, Hey, like, you know, I, I was a little I was a little worried that all it was is gonna be pushing, but like you guys just make me feel loved. Like you actually give a shit about my day outside of just, Hey, did you hit your macros? Hey, did you hit your training? Like they understand that there's a all-encompassing relationship and all-encompassing community. And I think that's the the big draw, right? There's a harmony between the two. A lot of people will go to a personal trainer and be like, hey, I need to be pushed. You come to us, it's like, yeah, you need to be pushed, but you're also getting support in a way you just can't get in an in-person setting. And I think that makes, that experience in itself is so different that, you know, so we have people who, when they give us testimonials, I'll text them and I'm like, dude, I'm emotional. To hear someone actually feel what we're shooting for And they're telling you, hey, like we changed their life. Like one of our clients did a testimonial and she was like, I was sleeping under bridges before I got with you guys. And yeah, the accountability was important, but like just knowing you guys love and care about me far outside of the gym, like she's changed her life. DJ, who's one of our clients, he went from multiple DUIs, all in jail, no money, no job, nothing. And two years later, he's a drastically different person doing incredible in his personal life, business is doing well, like everything's great. But it's like, they understand that culture we're creating and when we get a testimonial i'll text him i'm like you know i i don't expect to keep getting emotional because i'm like i feel like we've heard this but it hits different when you see the impact you're making right and it's it drives you harder and further to say hey we're gonna do this at a bigger scale and we're gonna figure out how to do it even bigger than what we have and i think that's the cool thing for me is there's that harmony between the two that it's not just hey you're just being held accountable it's like hey we give a shit about who you are this community there's people who love and care about you for who you are and what you go through, because you're not a fucking robot. You know, that's reality. You're not a robot. And we want you to know that.
0: Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a misconception when people join uh, these programs or groups or online communities, whatever they are, is that you go in and you see everybody else there is winning, you know, and they're all like, yeah, come on in and win with us. And you're like, I, I don't know how. I-, I I don't know how. what I-, I mean, I'm not on your level yet. And so that's one of the things that um, we do in the fraternity of excellence is we try to reiterate that when we have a lot of new members come on that they're just on chapter one. There's people that are on chapter 50 and there's people that are on chapter 10. You know, there's people that are, are just coming in and cracking the cover on the book. You know what I mean? And so when they come in, we need to approach them differently. Then we do to the guys who were on chapter 30 for, you know, for example, like, look, you've done this, suck it up. Don't be a pussy. And then you get the chapter one guys who are coming in and they're like, yeah, my life sucks. My wife's leaving me. My kids hate me. You know, I'm a fat piece of shit. Yada, 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 yada. What do I do? And it doesn't work for someone on level 50 to go suck it up, bro. Just deal with it, fix it. You know what to do when that's why they're there to grow and so I really like that you guys do that. I think that's one of the most important aspects of what you guys are doing is realizing that the people that are coming in, they are on chapter one. They they haven't read through the book yet. They haven't got to the, the, you know, even halfway through yet. And so being able to connect with them and show them that, yes, we've been there. If we haven't, one of these other people around you have, and we will work together to show you that you can improve from that. And I think it's amazing.
2: I love the fact that you use that metaphor. That's like one of my favorite ones to use in the sense, you know, you can't compare your chapter two to someone else's chapter eight. I like to say that all the time. And in a sense, it's almost relatable to say, hey, you know, you can't focus so much on getting from point A to point Z without focusing on getting from point A to B first. And this is one of the coolest parts is that we've had clients that have worked with us for over a year, um, over six months, eight months, nine months, two years even, and, they step into leadership roles very, very naturally. And that's one of the coolest things to see as a coach, just seeing your client evolve over time and really, you know, step into that leadership role. Cause I do, I, you know, one of my mission statements is say, Hey, you know, I want to turn you into a confident, powerful leader through your health, fitness and mindset. And I think people need to understand that as you start living this example that others want to be in a sense to where you know you're taking your health and fitness seriously you are in a leadership role for others and you may not even think that and i think one of the coolest parts is that we do have people in our community at that chapter 50 but they step into leadership roles for those people that are joining in on their chapter one which is really cool so like you know me and far kind of like joke around but we said we have like team captains and, and leaders in this group that we look at and like you know, even help us as coaches, and I think that's it, it's very cool to kind of have that relationship with our clients. And I think one of my biggest goals, and I can speak for so far on this too, is that like, you know, when I first started coaching, relationships were very coach to client. And what I've seen and what I've from what I've heard, because I've heard a ton of stories from other programs, ton of stories from other coaches, because you know I was taking enrollment calls. I mean, throughout this entire year. Um, as, as this business is built and more clients have started applying, I was doing all the enrollment calls. And I would say honestly, what's, what's shocking is about 60%, maybe 75% of these clients that are joining our program are coming from other coaches or coming from past experiences and saying, Hey, I didn't like this experience. And that's put me in the position to learn a lot and see a lot of stories. And, you know, it's helped me move in a sense to where, you know, I can't allow that to happen like i can't have someone come from beyond built and say hey i didn't like the way chad and bar did this like i don't want to do that and so it it, it comes down to having the goal of building a relationship and a friendship for the client that's always my goal no matter how many clients we have my goal is to you know actually step into a friendship role for for these people not just the coach I think that's that's one of the biggest differences in creating an experience in a real success story. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I've seen that uh, same kind of thing with my clients. I get guys on uh, at all different levels. I get guys who already have companies established. I see, you know, some clients come in and they're just getting started or have a plan or don't have a plan at all. And as we start working together, you know, the first thing I'll do before I even let them pay me is we're going to do a 30 minute call and just see if we're going to click. Right. Because I have to be able to have a relationship with you to where you can tell me about your day. If we, if you know, yeah, you're paying me a lot of money, but if you, we get on one of our calls, I don't want to be like, okay, I don't care if your wife, you know, got diagnosed with an illness. Let's talk about business. I, that. I can't do that. I want to be able to have a relationship with my clients where they can trust me and I can implicitly trust them to have their back in all things. And that's something that I, I see a lot of people moving towards in their business models, you know, like what you guys are doing, because ultimately all business is just relationships. And if you have a bad relationship, it's going to lead to, you know, either resentment or bridges being burned and just all around
1: bad experiences
0: and the next thing you know everything's crumbling right in front of you
1: yeah Yeah. and i think the thing too that and chad and i talk about this all the time you know in our own little one-on-one conversations is these relationships are very much only going to evolve if we also take the time to work on our relationship with ourselves Chad, one of the things i love about chad you know he's i always tell him like you're doing things that i've done but you're doing them even better than i did at your age And he's gotten into the tony robbins the reading the learning the application of these things and i love seeing that in someone because i know that if you're constantly and this is something i'm very diligent on with myself is if your relationship with yourself isn't evolving it's going to reflect in all your relationships outside of you and then the only finger you can point at as to why everything's going wrong is right back at you and that's the thing i think a lot of people miss It's like the best relationships i've made in the last two years like jeff you're you being one of them right I met you on Twitter. Our relationships It's been great. You've been super helpful for me in so many ways. And I hope I've been able to do the same for you. But I know I wouldn't have been able to even reach out to you. And we wouldn't have been able to build that together if you and I hadn't been doing a certain amount of personal work as it is. right? Right. And that goes across the board for all relationships. Those the doors that open when you really look deep inside of yourself and you reflect and you evolve who you are, that's where your real success comes. And I see it in our business and I see it in our coaching program. We do that actively. It get, makes us better coaches because we can speak to someone who's struggling with something that maybe we did at one point, but we've taken the time to reflect on it. So now we know how to empathize and speak to it in the other person. And that's a big part of what coaching is. But I've I, we have that conversation all the time. We're not constantly evolving who we are. Those relationships in our businesses, how we deal with our clients, how we serve people, they won't, it won't matter. You know, I can have the best strategy in the world. I can have the best product or whatever, but if you don't know how to communicate it, you don't know how to build the relationships to allow it to flourish, it's never going to happen. That's the reality of it.
0: Yeah. um, I think for the most part, it's frustrating when you have someone who you know has the potential to be just be great and you throw them that rope and they refuse the rope because they're not ready yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and it's like you said had you and i not already been working on ourselves internally we wouldn't have been able to hit it off in the way that we did yeah. and so does a lot of that go into are you guys discerning uh when it comes to the clients you will
1: take on and won't take on yeah we have a pretty and I, we were actually just talking about this a couple of days ago I think we have a a pretty intensive process on who we let in, like who will even qualify as someone we'll have a call with to see if they're a good fit. Um, The other part of it too, is like, and I'm sure you know this, you can see maybe in the current moment, maybe that's not exactly where they want to be, or they need to be quote unquote for their journey, but you already see like some of the behaviors trending in that direction. So you as a coach know, Hey, like not right now, you right now, it might not be what you want it to be, but we know the levers you need to pull right like i i love when people say oh the only way people can change is you know it, it does have to start with the self which is true but if you know what levers to pull with a person if there's a, a baseline foundation that you can see you can if you're a coach and you've done this for a while and chad knows this as well you pull the right levers all of a sudden it's like wow they everyone's like oh they changed for you i'm like no they didn't change for us they changed for them we just knew knew the lever right so like when we're talking to these new people who want to join i'm like okay he does have a lever that we can i know that if we pull snowball. All of a sudden it's like 10 times more successful. And I think that's the thing is you have to gauge that some people, like when they fill out the application, I'm like, cool, no chance they're even going to be able to get in right now because they're not, they're so far from the standard we've set that, you know, you can, we can revisit you at some point, but right now that's not where you are. We have other people who come in and it's like, Hey, one or two little levers we pull on you. And all of a sudden we're going to see you take off. And I can tell you from first of the last three, four months that, you know, things have evolved rapidly. I've seen a lot of people who they've just changed their entire life, but it's one or two levers. It's not the person who comes in and says, Hey, like I want to do X, Y, and Z, but then you ask these other questions. And it's like, okay, you, you're just a shell. You don't want to, you don't want to open up. You don't necessarily want to communicate. You don't want to evolve. That's on you. It's not time for us to work together yet. Now down the line, that door may be open, but it's finding that healthy harmony of, okay, are you in a place where if we pull the levers, are you going to be able to execute? And I say that's that's part of the qualification and kind of talking to people is getting to know: Are you in the place to work this? Because we don't want to, we also don't want to waste your time. You know that's that's reality. You, our time wasted is your time wasted, and vice versa. So it's disrespectful to both of us to say, "Hey, just come in." Like we don't necessarily just let you come in like that. That's not how that works.
2: Yeah, yeah I think that, I think
1: like, there's a little bit of integrity in that too.
0: You know, you don't want to take someone's money just because they're going to offer to pay it. You want to have someone that can be a success story. I'm saying
2: now with, with doing the calls um one of the things that I've come to learn is that uh, you know I think people have trouble you know opening up but one of the coolest parts is being able to see you know people actually open up about their story and get vulnerable with me who's like in a sense kind of like a complete stranger on the phone right but if they're able to you know open up to me and you know tell me what they're actually deep rooted like struggling with like that's it like someone that's willing to admit that and and someone that's saying hey i'm willing to be 10 out of 10 committed to change that right and and, and my goal is like i always want to be able to lean in and relate and say hey like you might tell me that you're 5 out of 10 committed but after this conversation that we've had like and, and based on everything that you said right now are you still 5 out of 10 committed and that's one of the coolest parts is being able to actually like almost be a coach to someone in a sense before they even joined the program, um, was one of, one of the, one of the best parts about, you know, doing all those calls, um, and, you know, towards the earlier part of the year, um, and enrolling people. And I think that just people just get into their, their own heads, right? People just, just doubt themselves too much. And it, it, it sucks because I, I used to be that person right? So making someone believe in themselves, right? Once, you know, as a coach, if you've given someone like your fullest effort, like, and they're still not going to do it, then that's where, you know, this is never going to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And that can be tough sometimes too. Um, when you realize that you you've tried and invested a lot of time into these people and you can see that there's a spark there but they just have to be the one you know to kind of blow on it a little bit and turn it into an ember and then of course everything will start burning like crazy but they're just lacking in that one single iota of self-belief or self-confidence it's almost like imposter syndrome i think you know where they, they start to think yeah i got this one small win over here you know, maybe I lost five pounds or I leaned out a little bit or, hey, I committed and I didn't cheat on my nutrition program. But then they, those wheels start turning and they think, you know, somewhere deep down, they just feel like they're not able or capable or even worthy of continuing because maybe they'll screw it up and they'll waste your time. And so that, that whole self-doubt just cascades into, you know, like what you just mentioned, a snowball, but in the opposite direction, it's all downhill and it just starts to unravel. And it's heartbreaking to see that sometimes, especially in clients that you've established a bit of a relationship with and started to see some movement on, you know, it's really frustrating. You know, it's, it's actually a common theme with our newer clients to where they kind of
2: get in their own heads a little bit. It's like, oh, like, how am I looking this week? Or, hey, do we need to make any adjustments this week? And they kind of, like, questioned themselves a lot. And I'm like, hey, you know what I mean? We're just getting started off. You need to realize that, you know, you dropped a pound this week. And you can't tell yourself a story of saying, oh, hey, I only lost one pound this week. This is going to take forever. <laughs>
0: Hey, this is Nate from Unlimited Life Concepts, and we teach people how cash flow strategy can be just as powerful as investing. Imagine being able to earn interest on every dollar that flows through your hands, whether you're spending it or saving it. We offer a lifetime membership to our financial education platform for $77, but right now you can use promo code RuggedLegacy and save 50% off.
2: That is the culprit of like everyone's short-lived fitness journey, and not actually trying to believe and create sustainability and, and build a lifestyle around it. And saying, "Hey, you know, I lost a pound this week. Like, give myself a pound on the back. Let's keep this going. If keep this up, like, what's going to happen? Like, six months down the line, um, that's that's going to relate to this way pounds, right? So, and and but that's that's the big thing is we want to create that long-term vision for people. And the sense that where if you move with it intention and if you learn to celebrate your wins on a weekly basis and, you know, create a part this part of your lifestyle, rather than focusing so much on the end result you want and more so, you know, falling in love with the process, falling in love with the journey, taking a step back to realize how hard you've worked. It's like you've made a disciplinary change. You've made a complete shift in your work ethic, but you haven't allowed yourself to appreciate that because you're so focused. On this end goal and you're so focused on the little tiny things like the little weight fluctuations and the scale on a daily basis. Like that stuff doesn't matter long term. What matters is consistency. Because consistent efforts will always prove consistent results over time. And then you'll end up surprising yourself a year down the road. Right. Um, and and then that belief that you get a year down the road makes you want to do things more. It's like, hey, like I did that in a year. Now I know what's achievable in myself. And I, I think that's one theme that's really struck as of lately with our clients after you know making so many changes throughout 2020 and then seeing myself and our five other competitors step on stage this year you know one week two weeks after they hit us back in the check-ins and you know they're like you know Chad Barr we want to compete next year and I'm like damn because knowing where they started when they joined the program completely different but that's the level of belief that our clients end up having after they make that change for so long and, and when we can coach them through focusing on the long-term vision that's not possible you can't if, if someone's focused so much on the short-term goal or short-term vision they're not going to tell us hey i want to compete you know what i mean they're gonna they're gonna want to give up
0: yeah you know cliches are cliches for a reason but one that came to mind when you were talking was the uh sometimes you can't see the forest because of the trees you know and for me, I, I, I always envisioned it like that with a short-term goal, you know, it's the next tree that I'm coming to on this walk through the forest, right? Because oftentimes when you get like right now, if I look back at where I started, you know, January of 2019, when Rugged Legacy wasn't even live yet, you know, I, I didn't have the physical products made. I didn't have, you know, a website published. I was just tweeting, hey, this is coming, Right. And then I look today and I see, you know, I've got a manufacturer, I've got uh, a 3PL, I have a warehouse, I've got employees that, you know, make this happen. And I look, there's no way I could see that from where I started. There's just too many small trees in the way. And Chad, what you were talking about with falling in love with the process and being process oriented rather than result oriented just focus on the next tree because they're, they're, they're too focused on getting that aerial view of the entire forest as it were you know and in reality if they just get to the next tree and get to the next tree and get to the next tree they're making progress even if it doesn't look like that much to them at the time but once they make it to the end and they look back it is a polar difference. It is north to south, black to white, light to dark difference from who they are then, from who they were when they started.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think the the important thing around what was just discussed too, and it's a conversation we have with our you know our, our clients you know when we have our group calls on Wednesdays, is this is a lot narratives and psychology. like what story are you telling yourself that's ultimately limiting you? You know, all this self-doubt, all this self-belief, you've created some false dichotomy that, hey, this is the reality. I'm not enough. This can't happen. I can't do this. And, you know, we have these mindset f- sessions with our clients where we work through these things. And it's it's always funny to me, like, to see the light bulb switch, right, where I'm like, how is that idea serving you? How is that story serving you, right? Every story that you've created that's caused you to second guess yourself, to have self-doubt, to take a step back and say, hey, is this really what I want? look at it and analyze it. Like, are you being honest with yourself too? You know, like that's, that's one thing I think people start to realize as we work with them is, you know, we're humans. We're very good at lying to ourselves. Now, if you lie to yourself in a way that's conducive to your growth, you know, the world, the world is yours. Like if you, if you're confident enough to tell yourself a lie that actually pushes you forward, lean into it. But a lot of the lies we tell ourselves revolve around scarcity, right? Like it's that mindset that, Hey, I can't do this, or I'm not, capable of doing this. And, you know, we work through those things with our clients and it's, that's, you know the message for everybody listening is if you reverse engineer those belief systems you would be amazed how differently your execution looks. You know, a person who feels like they're not enough can't do this, can't do that. They probably sit around, mope, depressed, sad, aggravated, all of these low energy states. The people like yourself, Chad, myself, when you focus on high energy states things that drive you forward the results kind of speak for themselves i mean i remember interacting with you two years ago where you're like hey i got these you know this this idea i'm working on a product i saw your product a couple of times and i was just like all right cool like i can't wait to see where this goes and two years later we're sitting here talking about it and i i've told i told chad this before we got on like it's mind-blowing to me because i was there when you were in the kitchen i remember talking to you and like hey i'm in my kitchen doing this i got you know eight nine kids i got a wife i work a job and i was like you know, I'm working at a, a corporate company. I'm like, I'm, you know, I can totally relate. We're just grinding, trying to figure it out. And now it's two years later, I'm other side of the country and here you are. You know, it's, and it's, it, it, it's a self-belief thing. That, that product doesn't get created without your own self-belief. That, you know, the journey doesn't get created without that self-belief and, and changing those narratives. You know, and I know for you being someone who's a parent, that escalates those, those you know, psychological systems as well. Because it's like, hey, I also need to serve my family at a higher level.
0: No, a hundred percent, you know, and it, even for people without kids, it's, it's scary to think what would happen if I succeeded because all of a sudden, if you do win more is expected of you, right? Cause it, okay. That means you have to face the fact that you've been lying to yourself. Like what you mentioned uh, that you're not good enough. Holy crap. I did that. And it was that easy. And then you start to have to question, all of these other beliefs, whether they be false or not in your head, because you've told yourself for years, you didn't know how to do this. You would never be good enough to do that. And then all of a sudden you did it and it's like you saw the man behind the curtain, you know, (laughs) in Oz and you're wait, wait a minute. That's not at all what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. And so I like that you guys actually go through that with your clients. I, I like that you go through that. You know, in a community-based effort, in a community-type environment, because, again, like what w- we mentioned earlier, we're you u-social. We are attracted to groups and places where we fit in and we belong, and there's, in my opinion, there's nothing better than finding a place where you belong, especially if you spent your entire life thinking you were the outcast or not worthy of belonging anywhere.
1: And that's something I think we really, I'll let Chad speak to this, but I think that's the big thing for us. Yeah, he's grinning over there. He's got something to say.
2: (laughs) Uh, I I always like to say that experience is the greatest teacher, right? I can't sit here and say, hey, I'm the smartest coach in the world or the most jacked coach in the world. But I think that certain experiences and certain mistakes and failures that I've learned through my fitness journeys and through my journey in business even has allowed me to be the powerful coach that I am. But one thing that's really cool about we, what we do is we give a ton of credit to our clients for this because our clients go through experiences, like a lot of experiences that are tough. And not necessarily that me or Far have, like, have necessarily experienced ourselves, but that allows us to learn because we help them through those experiences they're going with. And that empowers us as coaches to even get better as coaches as we, as we move forward. And I think one of the the common themes that I've dealt with, like that's held me back and not only my fitness journey, but my business journey is just overthinking self-doubt. And you guys are talking about questions like constantly questioning yourself is one of the biggest downfalls and really is the Achilles heel of moving forward. And I, one of the big themes is like clarity is power. So as much as you want to focus on the process and the work it takes to get there um, and not so much focusing on the end result, you need to have an outcome that moves you. You need to have an outcome that moves you from a place of intention with everything that you do. And if you can, and goal setting is a big thing you know, it's, it's really, really hard to move along and build momentum. If you aren't achieving certain goals daily, weekly, monthly, And breaking things down like that. So hey, you know, I want to lose 15 pounds over the course of four months. Okay, so what do we need to do for you to do that week one? What do we need to do for you to do that week two? What do you need to do month one to make that happen? What do you need to do Monday and Tuesday to make that happen? Right? That's how you need to move. And then if you actually make those little small things happen, it gives you confidence, it gives you self-esteem, it builds momentum. And then next thing you know, oh hey, you know, that 15 pound goal, I lost 25. Right, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest things is, and in, in that's how you over, overcome overthinking. And that's one of the biggest lessons I've done myself is like, you know, even when, when far, you know, first joined me to do beyond build together, one of my big things is, was me overthinking in a sense to where like, okay, like I have these goals, I have these visions, but like, how do I get there? And the thing I lacked was just clarity in a sense to where setting myself up to build momentum and and i was thinking so much about the the big vision and the big goal and i didn't i didn't know step one right and you always need to draw back to step one
0: Yeah. yeah yeah i remember um in our first episode we talked a little bit about that when i had far on uh before uh i brought you on this is back when he was still living in new york and we talked a little bit about that it was that uh the way that he thought about it and the way that you thought about it were two different things uh and bringing it together allowed everything to kind of work a little more cohesively because you had the vision aspect of it, but he had the action aspect of it, of how to get to that vision. And so when you guys brought that together, you just became a powerhouse pair.
1: Yeah. And I, I think for me, too, and I said this to him, like, I so Chad and I, like, backstory, we met for the first time in person in January in L.A. at an expo. And, you know, I was helping him with some things in his business. Like, I genuinely just love helping people. And I remember him saying like, why don't you take on more clients by yourself? I was like, I'm someone who values creating creation so much that I would hate to take on more clients, run my other business and do my corporate job and start underserving somewhere, right? So I know where my caps are. And when he was starting to take off and I was helping him, he's like, well, what what would it take for us to do this together? I'm like, dude, like I'm down to do it together, but we need to be very clear. And I think what I love, and this is what I love about Chad. And I tell him this all the time. He is so like high energy in a way that I am too but he's just like pissed off. He's ready to go. He's moving. And the funny thing is like, he comes, through, he actually sent me a text yesterday. He's like, thank you for letting me text you and create my own clarity. Goodbye. Like that was the conversation but the thing <laughs> that I told him, I was like, look, I'm never going to ask anything other than you be honest with me and let's communicate. And the reason for me is I worked in corporate. You have as well, Jeff, you know how it is. It's a fucking crap shoot in a lot of ways. And I know that with someone's energy, like Chad, who's very similar to mine, the way we compliment each other, if he's got this energy and we're, you know, he's constantly like, yo, let's make this happen, make this happen, make this happen. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this is how we piece this. This is how we piece this. We move faster. Like him and I have conversations all the time where it's like, yo, when we have a sit down conversation, we put energy with clarity, things snowball, you know, when it was just me and him from April all the way till July, when we hired our first person, it was nuts how quickly we were moving like i even said to him at one point i'm like we're i literally said like i know our vision is to hire within the next like year we're gonna have to do it sooner that's just what is happening but i think when you have those components together and you can bring those two pieces together in a really effective manner it allows you to complement each other in a way where i don't he doesn't necessarily feel the same stress being on his own. And I don't necessarily feel the same stress being on my own because there's a huge difference between entrepreneur and self-employed, right? When it's oh, all yeah. on you, that's the one thing I think a lot of people don't understand. When it's all on you, that stress can kill you. When you have someone to support you and you start building your team, you know, we were talking earlier. I'm like, yo, take the week. When you're on vacation, take the week. I don't even want to hear from you. Don't talk to me, turn your phone off, all of this. We got this. And I can say that confidently to them because we just systemized everything along the way you know, you fail forward a lot and that allows you to have that confidence that, Hey, if, you know, if I want to take a couple of days off and just disconnect because I need to for my own sanity and he needs to do it for the first time, we can do that. We support each other in a way that allows that to happen and it empowers the rest of the business to continue to evolve. Even if we're not hands-on 24, 7, 365 we love what we do, but we also understand we're human. So we do need that disconnect. And I think having each other to kind of, you know, compliment each other the way we do That's why things have happened the way they have. I mean, the number of people, even in LA, you know, I'm not some massive person here, but the number of people I walk up to, that walk up to me in the gym, like even yesterday, one of the guys walked up to me, he's like, dude, I saw you guys at Summer Shredding. I've seen what you and Chad have done. And like, you guys, they're like, you guys couldn't look more different, but we want you to do like a fucking sitcom together. Like, I've had people straight up, I told him, I've had people say, yo, you guys are so funny. You guys should have a TV show. But like... That's the that uh, we got lucky. I say this all the time. We got lucky. We have very complimentary skills. I don't step on his toes. He doesn't step on mine. We have, co- but we have constant conversations together about how to move this thing forward, and I think that's what allows us to grow. Because I, you know, we have healthy conversations around. Hey, maybe we should do this, or maybe we should do this. We obviously have differing opinions at times. That's that's business. That's reality. But the respect level and the understanding that our vision is shared, and it's far greater than just him and I. I think that's what allows us to keep going going because we know like, hey, this is way bigger than both of us. So if I'm pitching an idea and he's pitching an idea, we have the same end result in mind. We might just have two different perspectives. So we just communicate it get clear and we keep going. And I think that's the one thing I see in business is a lot of people don't want to get clear or don't necessarily get clear enough. So they keep hitting these snags and keep hitting these snags versus if you just took yourself out of it and say, hey, what's the end goal? Okay, cool. What do I have to do in this moment? Maybe I think of it differently than you but that doesn't mean we don't have the same end goal in mind. Let's find the healthier medium that allows us to go in that direction. And I've, you know, every time we've had a little snags along the way these past few months, we've literally had a 15 minute chat. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, we solved that in 15 minutes, but it took lot, we We were talking about it being an issue for a week. We should do this more. So now, now we find ourselves talking more often and saying, Hey, let's get 10, 15 minutes. Just FaceTime me random middle of the day. Like this is what's on my mind. Talk about it through. And I find it true and true. And I, I know he can attest to this, we communicate with each other an absurd amount but if we didn't we wouldn't be here we wouldn't even be able to frame create plan the way we do and execute if this communication wasn't there and i think I, that's one thing i appreciate about him a lot is he's like yo i'll come he like i wake up at four o'clock in the morning he's the first text i've gotten every day four o'clock in the morning at night same thing last text i probably get is is, is usually him there's a reason for that like He's just as engaged as I am. And, and it's easy to appreciate and, and build something with someone that has, shares a mission and a vision with you. I think it's cool that we can kind of relate exactly
2: what you just talked about to our, our successful relationships with our clients, yeah. right? Fail, I, I like how you use fail forward. It's not necessarily that the client's failing but it's, it's being able to learn from mistakes and knowing that failures actually empower you. Failures give you more self-esteem so there's going more confidence knowing that, Hey, you know, I won't make that mistake again moving forward. Right. And, and that's, that's really cool. And when, when, when me and Far like first started connecting and first started chatting, he allowed me to think bigger. And I was really thinking small <laughs> when we, when we first met and he, he gave me the confidence in myself to think bigger um, together and, if that is almost the same empowerment. I mean, almost the, no, the, literally the exact same empowerment that our clients get because, you know, clients end up joining and they, you know, they tend to think a little bit small, right. And then as we continue to communicate, as we continue to learn from mistakes, as we continue to coach them on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, and with the more, with the more we communicate, you know, the more questions that we ask each other, right. That allows not only me as the coach, but the client, to to gain more confidence in how we can move forward, which allows both me and the client to, to think bigger, right? And, and that's uh, that's really cool. And it it, it, it back to kind of what I talked about earlier. As a client, you know, joins, hey, I want to, I want to lose fifteen pounds. Six months down the line, Chad, I want to step on stage. So same thing. It's like when Far joins and says, hey, we're gonna do a retreat at the end of the year in Los Angeles. I'm like, what do you mean, bro? Like what? I, I laughed him off the call. But then it happened. And then I'm like, okay, dude, what's the next? Then we made Houston happen. Yeah. Same relationship with our clients. And, and, and how many pounds we want to gain, how many pounds they want to lose.
0: I dig it. Um, we're coming up on the hour mark. We've got about 10 minutes left. But so what I want to do is I want to kick it to you guys. And I want you to pitch beyond built. I mean, you pretty much already have. <laughs> but – Pitch Beyond Built, walk people through the process of what you guys do and how they can join because I want, with as many subscribers as I have, uh, I want as many people to hear you and come to you guys uh, as possible.
1: So take it away. I'll let you go. You're the energy guy, man. I'll I'll, I'll fill the details in after because I know you'll miss something. (laughs) I knew that was coming. That's funny. (laughs) The energy guy was like – I kind of, like,
2: self-proclaimed that name when, when I, I constantly kind of, like, got messages and people coming up to me in the gym saying, dude, I just love your energy. I'm like, hell yeah. Because I, I think more people need more energy in their lives. So that's, that's, that's what we want to do for people, right? We want to give people more energy back for themselves. Uh, but, no, when you say Beyond Built, you know, it's, it's named that for a reason. Your transformation is more than just physical. And in reality, you know, you can focus so much on a physical goal. But that physical goal is going to be really, really, really hard to achieve if you're constantly stressed, if you're constantly battling, you know, uh, you know, an issue with your mindset, right? And if we can take care of that mindset, the physical piece is going to take care of itself, right? And so with, with Beyond Bell, that's always our mission is to turn someone into a confident, powerful leader through their health, fitness, and mindset when they, not even, they, they might not even think that they're going to end up being a leader. We want to show people what's truly possible themselves because everyone has a touch of greatness, Right. And, and that's what we want to be able to bring out of people. And, and through that, you know, you're going to be part of a Beyond Boat Training app, a completely customized training program. That's going to be, you know, perfect marriage between workout preferences, um, everything you need as far as nutrition guidance goes, macro coaching, um, a full meal plan full grocery list, supplementation list, and then access to, you know, your coach, right. One-on-one communication 24 seven call text, based uh, on throughout the week. Um, weekly video check-ins which is one of the coolest parts. And you know, I think about the experiences that we actually, you know, have our clients, you know, step out of their comfort zone a little bit because com- stepping out of their comfort zone is always going to result in growth and send us, Hey, you send us a little bit five minute video, um, going over your week. And what that allows someone to do is not only talk about, Oh, Hey, you know, I hit my macros, you know, this day, this day, this day, it, when, when they show up on the video, it, it invites them to open up a little bit more about their life. And that's one of the coolest things that we've been able to see as a transition is my check-ins are not so much, okay, here's your macros next week. Let's kill it. It's, oh, you're stressed out because of this. Here's how I can coach you through that. And most importantly, here's how you can coach yourself through that. And allowing themselves to grow in that sense on a weekly basis is a big thing. Um, And then obviously the community of of 250 plus other other members that we say, hey, you're going to build life friendships in this group. Right? We're, we're going live in this group five times a week on training, mindset, Q&A, allowing yourself not only to grow and in a sense, physically and mentally, but learn because a, a lot of this is education and I mean, setting time aside and I mean, less than 5% of the week, right? Actually to actually listen into these live trainings, take some notes and learn, puts you in a position to make this part of your lifestyle, right? we don't want you to just apply we want you to actually learn it and, and and take it with you moving forward and even help others around you friends family members around you and uh we've even seen a lot of our clients say hey i want to be able to become a coach and like step into coaching rules and they actually work with you know a lot of online coaches in our program and it, and, they, and they get back with feedback saying hey you know this program has made me become a better that's always the goal we want to make you become better in every single area of your life not just with fitness
1: yeah and we our big thing is bringing that awareness that you know i got i had the i've had the fortune of working in different settings where i've seen some very elite level athletes and elite level coaches who work with athletes too and i think the one thing that we really bring to awareness to people is dude your journey in the gym is not linear nor is your journey in your personal life you know i we've had clients that come to me and they're like hey you know i gained four pounds this week i hit my macros my training was good i'm like cool how was your stress outside of the gym well this person passed away and this happened i'm like cool you are you're in a highly stressful state you you had a lot of water retention that's why the scale didn't move in the direction you wanted to don't beat yourself up one week later the scale goes down seven pounds like oh my god like I can't believe this, but it's like, we want to create awareness about the fact that your life directly impacts your gym and vice versa. You know, like I I can't tell you how many people come to us and they're like, Hey, like I did everything perfect. I'm like, cool. How was your training? Oh, well, it was really hard and intense. And I'm, 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 you know, getting pretty beaten up by it. I'm like, cool. So that might be why you're a little tired. You're holding a little bit more water. Like there's so many factors that go into your performance as a human being. Appreciate that. Right. Like understand how they impact each piece impacts that journey. And keep going forward with an understanding of that piece. Because when you can frame that context, you know, a one or two or three pound gain in a week, understanding the nature of your life doesn't feel so, yo, fuck, the scale's all fucked up. You know what I mean? We all have that tendency to look at these markers and be like, oh, my God, the scale went up three pounds. Or, oh, like, I didn't make 20 pound strength gains this week. Or, oh, like, I I, I, hit, I overate on my food. That happens. These, that's part of that journey is being able to appreciate and understand what that looks like. And that's what we really place an emphasis in the group. We do these live trainings where we go through step by step, hey, why would this impact you the way it does? So when you are you experience it in your own life, you have that context. So hey, oh, the scale went up a pound. Okay, it's okay. That's there's other factors that cause the scale to go up. It doesn't mean I'm fat. It doesn't mean the food I ate made me low. It doesn't mean any of that. It could just be the fact that you're stressed. You're an entrepreneur. You know, we have entrepreneurs in the group. I have a couple of them that I talk to you regularly, and like, yo, like the scale went down and I'm trying to gain weight. I'm like, cool did you hit all your numbers he's like yeah i'm like cool are you someone who doesn't respond well to stress and then you don't sleep enough and they're like well yeah i don't sleep enough i'm like okay there you go that might be why the scale is not reflective of it but if you don't have that awareness and this is what happens with everybody's fitness journey if you don't have the awareness of how the factors can actually play a role in your journey it's very easy to get you know disappointed you know disoriented not feel like you can keep going when what we want to do is create that awareness around it so that as you move forward you're just like, hey, I know why this happened. I'm just gonna keep going. It happened. It's life. It's just like in business. Shit is gonna hit the fan. There's always going to be a fire. That's the life you live. That's reality. Keep going. Because you have to appreciate what goes on, but you have to be willing to, you know, weather the storm. And I think that's the big thing for us is we really place an emphasis on getting you to understand each component for what it is and not what it isn't. Because I I can't tell you how many people come on and they're like you know, the scale didn't go down or I did this and I did this and the result didn't come. I'm like, cool. That's not the only factor controlling the result. Even high-level athletes I've been around, I've seen people lose nine pounds overnight. They didn't change anything. They were just less stressed. So what makes you think that that's not true for you? Just because they're very specific to a sport, you're specific to your life, right? The same factors affect you. You're both human. You both, you know, have a heartbeat. You both have genetics. Those same things affect you. So it's framing that context for the people in our group to understand, hey, like all of these factors compound, but when you put them together and have a a certain appreciation for what they really mean as you go through your journey, it gets really easy to keep going, right? And we want you to be able to keep keep going, but be mindful and understanding of what you're going through.
0: I dig it. So for everybody listening, how can they get in touch with you guys and become members of the Beyond Built community?
2: It's, you know, I would say it's one message away, you know, Chad Morgan fit on Instagram for shots, Rafi on Instagram. But if you want to direct directly apply, um, you can head over to our website at beyondbuilttraining.com. And we have three separate call booking links right now um, for a set of coaches. If you want to work directly with myself and for I'm coach Aaron or coach Lauren. um, You'd be able to directly apply for a call with us to see if you're a good fit and then potentially join the team. Enjoy the greatest experience
0: there is in coaching. Nice. Sounds straightforward. I like it. Simple made easy. Clarity and energy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Chad Farshad, thank you guys for coming on the show, man. It's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you guys. Thank you, man. We appreciate the
2: opportunity, man.
0: It. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, for those of you listening, there will be uh, links in the show notes of where you can follow. And get in touch with Farshad and Chad and also a link to beyondbuilttraining.com where you can hop on there and book your call to see if you're going to be a perfect fit or even a okay fit at the beginning for Beyond Built. Because the way these guys are running their program, even if you're just an okay fit, you're probably going to end up one of the leading members of the community if you just stick with it. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's fantastic and more More communities need to be built around this space because like we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast with COVID-19 telling everybody, oh, you have to go and isolate and live in fear and be afraid. All these things compound onto your stress and there's nothing better for your mental health. And I've had mental health professionals tell me this. If you can get physically active and start focusing on your physical health, your mental health will improve. So check out beyondbuilttraining.com chad and farshad again thank you guys for coming on the show thanks for having us
2: thank you so much all right
0: that's going to do it that's going to do it for this episode and thanks for listening and be sure to tune in for the next one thanks for listening to the rugged legacy podcast and remember everyone wants to rise from the ashes but very few are willing to set themselves on fire